1: Here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello, and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards.
0: And if you're just joining us, welcome to another mini episode. That's right. We're out and about doing cool, crazy stuff. So we we only had time to bring you this wonderful top five of merriment.
1: That's right. We are all about the merriment here at at After the Ending. And and in fact, not only are we about the merriment, we also like the merry men because we're both big Robin Hood fans. So After the Ending, the official podcast of Merry Men and (laughs) Merriment.
0: Well, I think you've expanded our audience, Mike. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't know if that would fit on a t shirt or not, but I kinda like it.
0: <laughs> well, we've got some other good t shirts we we must make, you know, crazy corporate classic casting cartel of crazy climaxes.
1: <laughs> right. And also uh two guys, four fists and a saga balls or something yeah, like that was, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And uh, try the fish. Try the fish, absolutely. Well now you can add that, uh, you know, after the ending. Merry Men and marry Mint.
0: Yes. So that just rolls right off the tongue. Yes, yeah, so there's a gonna be a T shirt shop coming soon. That's
1: right. Keep your <laughs> eyes open for that. All right, Phil, well why don't you tell people what we're going to be talking about in today's mini episode?
0: Yes, today we are looking at some of the some of our favorite films that originated from a tv show. Uh
1: yeah, so you know, we we thought it would be fun to kind of look at those there's a lot of movies out there based on T V shows. Some some, you know, are really good, some are really bad. So yeah, so these are some of our favorite films that started off as TV shows.
0: Okay, so do you want to let us know what your f- number five is? Absolutely.
1: So my number five is The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones, based on the classic TV show, The Fugitive, uh, about a man, Richard Dr. Richard Kimball, uh, accused of murder, but, but knowing deep in his heart that it was the one-armed man who killed his wife, and he goes on the run. And uh, I never really watched the show Uh, honestly I've seen you know pieces of it here and there but it wasn't a show I grew up watching yeah same here here. Um, but the movie is fantastic it was a you know it was a big hit and just a great thrill ride two hours of Harrison Ford kind of on the run always trying to stay one step ahead of Tommy Lee Jones and also prove his innocence at the same time and uh, it's a a cool flick I enjoy it and it's one of those ones that I I sort of never go out of my way to watch but whenever it's on I sort of always get sucked into watching it because it's just really enjoyable
0: I know it's an excellent pick it's almost made my list but, uh, but like you yeah, when it comes on, t- it's it's not one. I, I you know I'd go oh let's watch the fugitive, but if it comes on, you watch it because it's a it's a cracking film, a good good little thriller. But yeah, just outside my top five, my number five is The Naked Gun. Very good, based on uh, the police squad TV show, but we know you know the one. It's the one with Leslie Nielsen, Priscilla Presley, and O.J. Simpson.
1: Um, yeah, whatever happened to that guy?
0: Yeah, no, I think yeah. You went to I haven't heard
1: from much from him for the last selling 10 years or, or so. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, bad. Ouch. Yeah, sorry.
0: Ooh, that's uh, okay. But no, it's uh, basically Leslie Nielsen as Lieutenant Frank Drebin solving crimes, and he's an idiot, and it's stupid, and it's funny. I always loved the Police Squad TV show just because it was just so bizarre, and the fact he managed to make it work. The whole – the first film, it just – I think it's still, it still works. It's still – it's so many things going on you've got frank being clueless you've got the things they're saying which are hilarious you've got stuff going on in the background and it's just whatever stupid joke you can Whatever cliche thing they throw it at it, but it just it works and it still it still stands up. I agree. It's a, it's a very funny movie.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a very funny movie. It still holds up very well. Didn't make my list, but only because I could only fit five movies on here. And it was like you said, it was probably probably bubbling around my number six spot, but it was definitely on my short list.
0: Yeah, I must admit, by starting this list, I was thinking, well, this is going to be it's going to be only a few, but then the list kept getting bigger and bigger.
1: Yeah, there's a good, yeah, a good number of them, for yeah. sure. Okay, well, my number four is a five-way, well, a four-way tie, let's say, um, and it is the Mission Impossible franchise, uh, and I like most of the films in that series. We're, we'll forget about Mission Impossible too. Yeah, um, yes, definitely. I really I really enjoy the Mission Impossible films. I, I don't have a problem with Tom Cruise like so many people do. Uh, I love the first film by Brian De Palma. Uh, the third one, J.J. Abrams, is great. The fourth and fifth one, I think, actually kind of have really elevated Elevated The series by upping the ante and, you know, just upping the stunts and making them sort of a little bit like the Fast and Furious franchise in that respect. And they sort of have to keep going bigger every time. But that really results in some just some really thrilling and exciting movies. Um, And, you know, I think that for the most part, they managed to stay true to the spirit of the TV show. They they never lose that sense of having the disguises and having to, you know, break into impossible locations and trick people and stuff like that. So it's just a really fun franchise that I, I like a lot. So that's my number four.
0: An excellent choice. My number four is from 2014, and it is the Equalizer, uh, starring Denzel Washington. Uh, I always liked the TV show as a kid, or was a teenager. Well, whenever it came out with Edward right. Woodward, uh, I liked the idea of it. And when I heard about the film, I was going, "Well, that's." I didn't really think much about it, but I liked the way they made it. It was quite a bit different from the TV show. It kept the same basic thing, but I thought Denzel was brilliant in it, and I loved some of the fight scenes. And I just liked the whole setup. He was. He was always one step ahead of everybody and he just had this... He was just trying to live a quiet life, you know, working in the hardware store, but things, things happen and the kind of character he is, he had to get involved. And it was sort of almost like a... How the Equalizer came to be, isn't it? But uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah,
1: I, I liked that movie a lot actually. I, I not enough to make my list, but it certainly was uh, a really cool, you know, new sort of interpretation of the film. They obviously had to update it, and they obviously Edward Woodward couldn't be in it because he sadly is no longer with us. Yeah. So, um, but I, I did I did enjoy it, and I did always like the TV show as well. It was a really cool, you know, kind of dark show for the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was always sort of like a treat to watch it, and I, I love the theme tune as well. The original theme yeah. tune It was cracking yes. on that. Very good. All right. Well, my number three, we're going to switch gears a little bit and move into
1: the comedy realm. And it is Wayne's World, uh, which is just a really great comedy that I I still laugh at to this day. And what makes it even better is that it's... It was based off a Saturday Night Live sketch. And and while that's not necessarily good or bad, the fact is that the sketch was really just two kind of dudes in a yeah, basement, yeah. you know, like kind of like a public access TV show. Like there's really no reason it should have worked as we've seen with so many other SNL sketches that they're funny for five minutes at a time. But when you try and turn them into a 90-minute movie, they, they fall apart. Um, and so, uh, you know, Wayne's World just – was funny and it's, it works really well and it turned them into real characters and had some, some great cast members and so i i really love it
0: yeah it's, it's another one that was almost made my list but an excellent point because as you say when i heard about wayne's world i was going well that's how's that gonna work just like an hour and a half of them sitting you know doing stupid things in the, in the basement but uh it was i love i love the story they did and the characters and the, and the supporting cast as well
1: yeah, yeah yeah great stuff
0: good film okay my number three is the one you've uh, previously mentioned it is the mission impossible film series because i loved how it took the TV show, which again I also liked, I loved. I always like watching it when you're suddenly going, Oh no, they have all be captured, how are they gonna get out of it? because uh, you think they they hadn't planned for something, and then somebody rips off the face and then you're going, Oh my god, they knew all along it was all part of the plan. I used to, I love that. And then the fact they took that into the uh brand department took the basic concept of that in the first Mission Impossible film. And we had that, we had the bit with them breaking into the embassy and you're going, Wow, this is cool, They have got it net spot on, and then they all get massacred. Yeah. And then you're following the one guy trying to sort of... I love the fact it took that and just it built on the universe and each one, apart from Mission Impossible 2. Oh, right, it should have been right. so, much, <laughs> so much better than it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've enjoyed all of them, apart from the second one. Right. Uh, and it's just... The way it just keeps... As you're saying, it keeps escalating things, you know. Although they always seem to be, you know, Tom Cruise is getting told by someone saying, that's it, you're on your own, we can't protect you anymore. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I mean, how many times going to happen? But it keeps <laughs> right, happening. exactly. But I, I don't care because the fun... Uh, Tom Cruise has just made them his own, and it's fair play to him. He does all these cool stunts, and but the supporting cast as well. I like the way it's—it's it's a slightly revolving cast. We get some people staying, like as you said no. with Fast and the Furious, which is a good, a good yeah. thing. The whole setup with that is just—it's just great. And I'm looking forward to see what they're doing with Mission Impossible Six. Yes, it's one of those ones where I hear they're making a new one. I don't go, oh my god, has this just right. <laughs> shouldn't this have died of death? It makes right, sense because right. if it's based on a TV show, then. Why not make have you know a series of films? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. I I really liked the addition of Rebecca Ferguson to the last one too. Oh, she was fantastic. She was, yeah, she was great. So they yeah. do a nice job, like you said, of bringing in some new cast members, keeping some old ones. You know, having some surprises along the way. So it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Ving Rheims back in the uh, the sixth one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: All right, well, my number two is another comedy, and it is 21 Jump Street, oh, uh, starring Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. And And I have to say, I, I love this movie so much. It's one of my favorite comedies of the past decade. It makes me laugh out loud so hard, and I, everybody I've shown it to Science. thinks it's hysterical. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The whole thing, like, they just, in addition to the, sort of the broad... Comedy strokes. They just nailed little things like the whole debate over the backpack with one strap or two straps, which anybody, <laughs> yeah. anybody who's my age who went to school understands exactly where that scene came yeah, from. Yeah. And um, it's – oh, man, it's just – it's really funny and it's got um, Brie Larson in it before she won an Oscar. And what I love about it the most – and I've said this before on the show but I'm going to say it again – is it, it took a serious show and made it a comedy but it didn't make fun of the show. It, it paid tribute to the show, which is a tricky balance to strike. Yeah. Uh, and then having almost all of the original cast members come back and do cameos, you know, just really show that, that the humor in this movie was coming from a place of love, not from a place of trying to send it up in a way because it was making fun of it. And
0: I really, really liked that about it. Yeah, and it wasn't all toilet humor either. Right, right, of, exactly. Lots of proper comedy. It wasn't just relying on, yeah, talking about, you know, excrement and bodily right. fluids <laughs> right. and stuff like that.
1: Right, and, you know, 21 Jump Street was a serious show, but it did have a lot of humor in it. They had humorous episodes, and they had, you know, moments of humor with Johnny Depp and, and you know, all these other characters and stuff. So it, it, it wasn't a show that felt out of place being a comedy. So um, I really love it. I think it's hysterical, and, you know, that was an easy pick for my number two. Yeah.
0: It's it's a lovely choice because I, re- I I didn't know much about the TV show apart from the basic concept, and when it, the film was coming out, I was going, well, what's this? And I, was, I sort of put I don't think I watched it when it was in the cinema, but when it came out – Either on Netflix or on DVD, I watched it and I just couldn't stop laughing. It was hilarious. Didn't quite make my list though, mainly because I was, i never really saw the TV show. So, sure,
1: yeah. sure, I can understand that. I actually watched the TV show religiously. It was—it was a big favorite of mine, and uh, uh, you know that show was was must-see appointment television for me. So yeah, uh, that's—that
0: was an easy pick for me. Excellent. Okay. Well, my number two is one which I'm sure isn't on your list. It is Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm a big Twin Peaks fan,
1: but I'm I'm not really a big fan of Firewalk With Me. Yeah, I know. Was, I, I can understand why it's on your list.
0: I know lots of people as well. Yeah, it, it did sort of divide the, the Twin Peaks fans because it was quite different to, uh, to the TV show in certain ways anyway. Uh, it's, it's, obviously, it was a prequel as well. We saw what happened to Laura, Laura Palmer in the last seven days. We were introduced to uh, Agent Chester Desmond. And Sam Stanley, who were played by uh, Chris Isaac and Kiefer Sutherland, but uh, like the season three of Twin Peaks, it uh, it's it was a different feel to where uh, what we'd already seen, and so it took some getting used to. But I just like the fact it expanded on things we already know, and even though it was a prequel, it was still you're still watching it going, well, what the hell is this? What? Who's that? What the, and Where's he just disappeared to? What's David Bowie doing here? Right. All this kind of thing going on. And it just, like lots of David Lynch's work, you go, you're go, you watching it, you don't understand it, but it all makes some kind of weird, crazy sense, But it's such a fleeting moment of, you know, knowing what's going on that it, it just disappears again. But you sort of, you just, I always get pulled into these things and intrigued and I want to know more. And I just think you firewalk With Me, it, it answered some questions, but then you're just left with even more and now, luckily, he's answering some of them. I think in Twin <laughs> Peak season three, but I don't know. Right, it was just good seeing what happened. It was great to see more of Laura Palmer as well. Uh, Cheryl Lee played her. Uh, just nice seeing that, and just seeing this this girl who you know this wholesome girl who we all thought we just saw what exactly how how bad her life had got, and it was just right. uh, a cracking film. Sure, but uh, my, that's my number two.
1: Yep, not on my list, like you said, but uh,
0: understandable as to why it's on yours. All right, well, my number one. I'm just wondering whether our number one's going to be, you know, we might have the same thing.
1: It's so hard to tell because there's so many movies yeah. that you could go in so many different directions with it. But yeah. this is one that I have a feeling we're both big fans of. So uh, my number one is Serenity uh, by Joss Whedon Ooh. based on the Firefly television show.
0: Well, no, it's not my number one, although okay. we are both in space. Okay, well, I'll continue then, and we'll
1: get we'll get to yours. Um, so, F- Serenity, based on the Firefly TV show, as most people know, canceled brutally, you know, halfway through its first season. Uh, so sad.
0: Why? Why?
1: Joss Whedon, of course, who is a god to many people. Nathan Fillion, uh, Alan Tudyk, great, amazing cast, uh, terrific storytelling. I understand why the show didn't do well because of the sort of botched airing order and everything. It it, it took a while to really get going.
0: Yeah, when you read about how it was heard, you just go "What, what were they thinking?
1: Yeah, exactly. Why do Um, that? Right. But I did become a fan of it uh, more so on DVD. And, you know, the movie really is a great swan song to the show. It wraps up the storyline in a way that could have continued had the movie been a bigger hit. But also, you know, really did sort of finish things so that you're not really left wondering as to what anybody's up to. It just sort of, you know, it kind of gives ties a nice little bow on the end of it and and gives you a satisfying conclusion if this is going to be the last part of it that we were going to get. And I just think it has everything in it. It's got action, it's got thrills, it's got suspense, it's got horror, it's got comedy, it's got great characters. Uh, it'll bring you to tears at certain points. And, and I think the true hallmark of its success... I I took it and I I brought it to my one of my you know family gatherings with my yeah, in laws yeah. and uh, we all sat and watched it and nobody besides me had ever seen the TV show at all and every single one of them really really enjoyed the movie and I think that's important because it means you can watch the film having not gone into it with any preconceived notions
0: and still really enjoy it as a standalone movie that is my number one an excellent choice It almost made mine because I do love Firefly and Serenity as you say it was it was so well made and it's it's just it's a miracle it was made when you, yes, it you really see is. what happened. I mean, yep. it was uh, the show had so much potential; it could have run and run, and so many good characters. And I love the fact that everybody who worked on it seemed to all genuinely love working on it. Yeah, agreed. And you get the feeling now, even if you know Joss Whedon said, "Right, we're making it," they'd all be there. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, it's it's a great great choice, and I'm glad it made uh, one of our lists. Very good. But my uh, my number one are the Star Trek films, but in particular uh, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Very good. Because I love the original series, I always do. I keep trying to get my daughter into it. Uh, she's 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 a Star Wars girl through and through. Even though I like that as well, you know you can't. Yeah, both, that's right. Exactly. Both. Why not both? Although she loves a bit with the uh, fighting the uh, oh the lizard guy, the Gorn. That's the uh, yeah arena, arena. That's the love episode. It. Yeah. Uh, she just she thinks it's so cheesy, but she still loves it. Right. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, the Wrath of Khan. I mean, it, Star Trek the Motion Picture took took the series and it made it look great. It looked to you going wow you you were suddenly seeing the Enterprise you know on a slightly bigger scale and the effects were obviously better but the the story was just so slow God, such a shame it, I could that would have worked better as a one hour episode but Star Trek two the Raptor Khan suddenly it was everything that the series promised but couldn't quite deliver because of you know the budget and things like this because you had you had the you know you had the, the action scenes you had fights you had space battles and you also had the the drama that the uh, the original series brought us and it was just lovely seeing the the characters, which I loved watching as a kid, on the big screen and doing these things, which you know they were still going, they were still Star Trekking in outer space. Right. But I even like the uh, the new new versions. I can see how I, I can see why they did it, and that, using the whole time travel thing to reboot it. So you've still got the original timeline somewhere, but then you can have this alternate timeline, the Kelvin timeline. Right. And I'm quite happy seeing Chris Pine being Kirk for you know, as many films as they want to make. Yeah, yes, agreed. Uh, well, obviously,
1: you know, I'm a big Star Trek fan. And yeah. um, so the reason I didn't put it on my list was it felt too big to me, sort of. You no, know no, I mean? that's like, yeah, an excellent In point. retrospect, obviously, it's an obvious choice, but I kind of, I didn't know which film to pick and I didn't want to like sort of, cherry pick the ones i like the best and i also feel like for me especially because i've talked about star trek so many times on the show before it, it seemed a little too obvious yeah. uh, as a as a pick on my list so i decided to leave it off but i mean you know obviously i'm a huge fan of the star trek films so good choice and, and certainly on my list in spirit we'll yeah say. i mean as you say there's been
0: <laughs> so many films and it's nice as well i like the fact as well the next generation got the you know a few big screen yes, films. yes yes well. so that's my number one Very good choice. I like it. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Well, that is going to wrap up our top five movies made out of TV shows or whatever you want to call this list. Um, Phil, tell people how they can get in touch with us if they want to share their lists.
0: Yeah, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at after underscore the ending. We're also on facebook.com slash after the ending podcast. And you can email us at after the ending at Verizon.net or leave messages on SoundCloud. Or you can leave reviews on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever else you're listening to it. Uh, get in touch as well to let us know what your favourite film based on a TV show is. And if you want to explain what's going on in Twin Peaks Season 3, I'd be most grateful. <laughs> that would always be handy. I'm always up for dis- Me and Mike are always up for discussions on any kind of film you want. If you disagree with anything we've s- picked or said, or you agree, or you want to let us know if something we've forgotten about, then get in touch and we will share your wise words on a future episode.
1: Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself, Phil. All right. Well, on that note, then, it is time for us to wrap things up. So, as always, we thank you greatly for listening. I am Mike Spring.
0: And I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. <laughs> Can't force comedy genius, no, it damn it. It just happens, Mike. just happens. <laughs> oh, no, I feel... Oh. Some, sometimes it happens, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, so, the best TV shows... Into films or, you know, a film that was based on a song you used to watch on TV. You got the you gist. You know, you're just
1: saying the same thing over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the slight
1: inflection on uh, different words. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> that does change it dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we thought we'd, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, like, two minutes ago when I was worried that we wouldn't have any bloopers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Think <laughs> I, sh- that. I should have known better.